ओम ज्ञान चिरंजन Express them. Any of you have any pending questions? You're reading different books. Any questions arise? So I'm going to read from the end of Prabhupada's introduction to the Bhagavad Gita, as it is, in which he's quoting from the Gita Mahatma, which means the glories of Bhagavad Gita. Prabhupada writes, "This is after his long purport. It's thirty pages introduction to Bhagavad." Just, just to give us the understanding of how we should read Bhagavad Gita and what we are to understand. Some summary. So, in conclusion, Prabhupada writes, Bhagavad Gita is a transcendental literature which one should read very carefully, just at the end. It's about two pages from the end. It's from, if you see Gita, Dhyana, Shila, Sya, this way. So before that, Bhagavad Gita is a transcendental literature which one should read very carefully. Gita Shastra Medang Punyam Yaphathet Prayatha Puman Vishnu Loka Vishnu Padma Bhavnuti Hayashokadi Bhajita. If one properly follows the instructions of Bhagavad Gita, one can be freed from all the miseries and anxieties of life. One will be freed from all fears, and in this life, and one's next life will be spiritual. Vishnu Padma Bhavanti. One will go to. There is also a further advantage of studying Bhagavad Gita. Gita Dhyana Shila Sya Pranayama Parasya. Naiva Sandhi Papani Purva Janna Kritani Cha. If one reads Bhagavad Gita very sincerely and in all seriousness. Then, by the grace of the Lord, the reactions of his past misdeeds will not act upon him. Then, Prabhupada quotes Krishna from Bhagavad Gita. The Lord says very loudly in the last portion of Bhagavad Gita. Now we have some extra information. Because many times so the verse: "Sarvad haman paritadya, maamay kamsharanam raja, aham kam So Prabhupada says that Krishna says this very loudly. Krishna speaking Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, and then when he comes to this verse, he says very loudly, "Sarvadhaman paritjaja, maame kam shadanam vaja, aham tvam sarvapape diyogokshay shanivasut." Prabhupada giving some insight. Krishna speaking very loudly. What's the translation? You can say in Croatian. You can say. No. I don't know in Croatian, so you have to say. Right? The whole thing? Thus, the Lord takes all responsibility for one who surrenders unto Him, and He indemnifies such a person against all reactions of sin. You know what indemnify means? What's the word given in Croatia? It means He clears you. It's like a legal term. 
absolves you. That's the word in your sin. There may not be any exact term in It's a legal term. In, in, uh, in Catholic or Christian language, they say absolve. Indemnify means it's a legal term. They, they wipe out all the charges. It's the term used here. And absolve from sin is the term used in Christian, English, Christian vocabulary. Absolve, you know, that means it is, it's just like, you know, you, uh, you go to the church and say, Dear Father, I was, last week I killed 52 people and uh, shot another 40 and they didn't die and robbed 15 banks and says, Say three hell moments and light a candle and you'll be absolved from all this. <laughs> so it's something, because we don't recommend it. Maline mochanang pumsang. Maline mochanang pumsang. Dalhasdada dide dine. Sakrit. Gitam basi snanam. Gitam ratasnanam. Samsara malanashanam. One may cleanse himself daily by taking a bath in water. Bath in water only once. Sakrit. Only once. I protect them. If only one. Surrender, that means that you stop doing what you like and you start doing what Krishna does. That's the meaning of surrender. Gita. One, yes, if one takes a bath even once in the sacred Ganges water of Bhagavad Gita, for him, the dirt of material life is altogether vanquished. Gita sugita karta vya kimanya shastra vistarai yasrayam padmana bhasya mukha padma denisrita. Gita sugita karta vya. Gita means the Bhagavad Sugita should be sung. We should sing this song. Sugita karta vya What is their need to study so many different Shastras? Because this is directly spoken by Krishna's Supreme Personality. Because Bhagavad Gita is spoken by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one, not, one need not read any other Vedic literature. One need only attentively and regularly hear and read Bhagavad Gita. In the present age, people are so absorbed in mundane activities that it is not possible for them to read all the Vedic literatures. But this is not necessary. This one book, Bhagavad Gita, will suffice because it is the essence of all Vedic literatures and especially because it is spoken by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As it is said, Bharatamrata Sarvasvang Vishnu Bhaktrat Vinisrutam Gita Gangodakam Pipa Punarjanmanavitite One who drinks the water of the Ganga attains salvation. To what, so what to speak of one who drinks the nectar of Bhagavad Gita? Bhagavad Gita is the essential nectar of the Mahabharata, and it is spoken by the Krishna the original mission. Bhagavad Gita comes from the mouth of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and the Ganga is said to emanate from the lotus feet of the Lord. Of course, there is no difference between the mouth and the feet of the Supreme Lord. 
There's no difference between the mouth and the feet of the Supreme Lord, but from an impartial study we can appreciate that Bhagavad Gita is even more important than the water of the Ganga. So would you all like to go to India and take a bath in Ganga? Nice Better. Even better. It's sitting on as it is. Sarvo Panishado Gavo Dogda the essence of all the Upanishads is just like a cow and Lord Krishna who is famous as a cowherd boy Gopalanandana son of Gopal well I can mean Gopal who is Anandana he's milking this cow Arjuna is just like a calf and learned scholars and pure devotees are to drink the nectarian milk of Bhagavad Gita. Ekam Shastram Devaki Putra Gita Eko Devo Devaki Putra Evo Eko Mantras Tasyanaman Yan Kamapye Kantasya Devasya Seva In this present age, people are very much eager to have one scripture, one God, one religion, and one occupation. Therefore, Ekam Shastram Devaki Putra Gita let there be one scripture only, one common scripture for the whole world, Bhagavad Gita. Shri Krishna, Eko Mantras Tasyanamani, and one hymn, one mantra, one prayer, the chanting of his name. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Let there be one work only the service the Supreme Personality. Krishna Chaitanya Most essential form of spiritual knowledge is Bhagavad In essence, all the philosophies. So it's uh, most important to understand this Bhagavad Gita. Practically, you'll see, Prabhupada was preaching Bhagavad Gita philosophy. Even his Bhagavatam lectures. Of course, there's no difference between Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavad But the same topics expand. says Oh Arjuna there is no truth superior to me So in Bhagavad Gita also Krishna explains that but in great detail that is explained in Srimad Bhagavad 
so presentation of Krishna consciousness was on the basis of this basis should be very firm and very strong. Bhagavad Gita is practical for us to live in this world. There was, uh, historically speaking, there was some criticism of Gorya Vaishnavas for being too otherworldly. I use that word this Otherworldly. That means to be, you know, it means it means not really just living in another kind of world, maybe a mental world, or like in the sky, high in the sky. Well, it can mean also uh, it can mean also like mystic, something like that, that you're just absorbed in consciousness of something which is which has no relationship to this world. So actually, Krishna consciousness means. That the devotees, they're always looking up to the spiritual world, to Vishnu. But at the same time, they're looking here also. Now there are some kinds of devotees, just like they're completely absorbed, just like you may have read this book about Bhangshivas Babaji. He had practically no relationship to this world, except that his body appeared to be in it. That's also not sure. But uh, he was apparently here among us, but his consciousness was in the spiritual world, holy. Now, if Krishna consciousness is to be preached all over the world, it requires that devotees on the level of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, who are no less than Bhaktivinoda Thakur, and even maybe from Krishna's point of view, there is no person more dear to me than him who preaches my message. So they may even be, we tend to think someone who is just absorbed in Krishna and the spiritual world, they may be the greatest devotee. But Krishna says, one who preaches this message is most dear to me, specifically from So devotees like Bhakti Nautako, Bhakti Siddhanta and our own most worshipable Srila Prabhupada. They were certainly absorbed in thoughts of Krishna. As Prabhupada, when one devotee wrote with some expressing maybe some doubt about Prabhupada, Prabhupada said, as, as, as far as I can remember, there was no time in my life when I was ever forgetful of Krishna. So Prabhupada always absorbed in thoughts of Krishna, but he was thinking how to fulfill the mission of Krishna, which is to teach people Bhagavad Gita by which they can understand Krishna and go to Krishna. And Bhagavad Gita is a very practical scripture, spoken to Arjuna. Arjuna, he was wanting some practical guidance with some practical problems. Practical problems, should I fight or shouldn't I? We all face dilemmas in this world. Even if we want to be fully religious and good, we are faced with dilemmas. So then, uh, Bhagavad Gita, that will give us guidance. Uh, and, of course, we may not be on that platform of We waver between commitment to Krishna and desire to indulge in sense contemplation. So Bhagavad Gita gives us very clear direction why we should fully dedicate ourselves to how to do that? How to control the 
చేయాలి ఆ మానవీయ రిమెంబరింగ్ so much important instruction bamanusmara yudhyat think of me and fight i want to just be religious and think of you krishna said that's very good think of me and fight not think of me and stop give up you have some work to do in this world also so do that think of me certain but you can do both things simultaneously as propad once said he was <coughs> at the airport in San Francisco and one lady maybe at the check-in counter or whatever she asked him that well what what's this all about what what are you preaching what are you teaching Prabhupada said we are teaching to always think of Krishna you always think of Krishna how can you do that I mean there are so many other things to do also so Prabhupada gave the example said just like you are doing your job this check-in counter So, at the same time, you are always conscious that how your hair is looking nice and how your clothes are on properly like this and this. If, if, if your hair gets disheveled, then immediately pull out the mirror and comb it like this. Isn't it? Yes. I try to look. Prabhupada said, just like that, we are always engaged in Krishna's service in various ways. We have so many things to do in this world. But at the same time, we are always conscious of Krishna. Just like a lady may be always conscious of her appearance. So we are always conscious of Krishna. Yoga karma su koshalam. Koshalam means some expertise. The art of living. Now, But it means the, the art of how to live in this world and work in this world and always remember Krishna. So this Bhagavad Gita is essential. And I'm particularly taking up this point because I'm seeing nowadays in Croatia and in other parts of the world, there are many books. I'm also writing books. But uh, we shouldn't forget Bhagavad Gita. In fact, this is, even if you don't read other books, read this book. And although there's a tendency nowadays to have all different kinds of approaches to Krishna consciousness, such as the, the psychological approach or the astrological approach or the uh, Gopi-Lila approach, most important is the approach that Krishna gives us in Bhagavad Gita. Basically, how to understand Krishna through the process of what the Lord has given us. 
in Bhagavad Gita. So Hare Krishna. As I said, I'll speak briefly and then there any can take them and then I have to Actually, there was some request that I come here and I wasn't sure. I didn't get confirmation so I thought it wasn't on. So then I arranged that I'll go, I'll speak in Zakat. And in the meantime, Bhaktin Renata from, is it Duga Resa? It sounds like Durga. <laughs> Duga. 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 Almost like Durga. So she became a little upset because, disappointed because we were supposed to come here. So then we made some arrangement. We'll come here, but we also have to go back to Zakat. Time is limited. Krishna, when he went to Mithila, he went to particularly to see two devotees. What are their, name, what are their names? Those reading Krishna book as well as Bhagavad Gita. Anyone remember? What's the king's name? The king is Bahulashra and the Brahmana is Shudhadev. So broke himself up into not broke himself, that's the wrong word. Krishna never even the individual soul is unbreaking. He expanded himself. And all the rishis with him, they also expanded themselves. But I can't do that, so I have to, I have to go back to Zagreb. Maybe it depends how the devotee took it. Maybe the devotee is feeling offended. Maybe, maybe not. Sometimes, even without meaning to, you might offend someone. That can happen. But anyway, in the course of life, there's always some kind of friction or something. So, hopefully devotees are a little broad-minded and Definitely, even if you try not to offend anyone, probably you'll offend someone. But offense, I mean, devotees also, who's actually a devotee, they don't take offense very easily also. Anyway, remember next time. You could also explain to the devotee that, you know, I don't get much opportunity if you could kindly give me the chance. In the next time. Uh, 
us in any way in Krishna consciousness, we can never repay because any help in Krishna consciousness is immeasurable, material. So, if the wife helps the husband to become Krishna conscious, then uh, one cannot repay fully. And vice versa, if anyone helps anyone else. But it may have been a joking word in this case because Diti was, uh, she wasn't exactly helping. What happened was she, the end result of this was Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha. So that wasn't exactly a very Krishna conscious result. But uh, if it's understood in the spiritual world, it can be like that. But if, if a man is too much materially attached to his wife, that's that's not considered very good. It's neither good spiritually because he'll remain attached to this material world, or even uh, materially because then, if he doesn't uh, maintain his own sense of discrimination and simply acts according to the dictates of his wife, and then strains, in this section, actually comes right in this section, it means Prabhupada translated as a end you have that saying in Croatian? He just does whatever. He just does whatever the Bible wants. You can't consider very auspicious. It's, it's a difficult... Uh, it's in this material world, the combination between male and female is made so that every male desires to have the company company of a woman, and the woman desires the company of a man. But then when they come together, exactly how it works out is very difficult. 
there is a story, maybe it's from the Quran, but it's at least, very least we can say it's from Indian folklore, that uh, Lord Brahma created a man, then he was feeling lonely, then he created a woman. Now wait a minute, then he created a man, and the man was saying, I'm feeling, I'm all alone, so he created a woman. He said, oh, that's very nice. Then after some time he said, oh, it's not very nice. He went back to Brahma. Take her away. And then after some time he went back to Brahma and said, well, maybe you could give her back again. And this went on a few times. And then Brahma said, well, you choose. What do you want? Okay. I'll say that. It's just like in the wedding ceremony. They, there's, there's this uh, Kashi Yatra that's in the wedding ceremony. When they're doing the the wedding ceremony then in the course of the Vedic wedding ceremony it may be Vedic at least it's traditional I'm not sure but it's then they're going through all the ceremonies and then a sadhu comes in and says to the young boy that uh, who's supposed to be getting married actually this material world is a great illusion you should give it up and go to Varanasi and take sannyas and he says oh okay and then he gets up and starts walking away then his his father comes and speaks to him a little bit and then he says, oh, okay, I'll go back. And it's like, it's, it's like, you know, like a drama. <laughs> it's a very complex subject. The uh, Prabhupada gives some indication, not indication, some clear guideline in his books that the man should be ideal and the wife should be submissive. That way, then things make more sense. It's a big topic. I don't have much experience in this person. Some people learn by seeing others, and some people learn by learning themselves. <laughs> Any other question? Everyone should get married. Prabhupada writes in the first one. Especially women should get married. Everyone should get married, especially means women. Some, for men it may be all, for women it's not. There are many difficult situations like this. If the, if the, the, the wife is Krishna conscious but the husband is not interested, it may be that after marriage the wife comes in contact or maybe that the husband is interested and the wife isn't. Or it may be that the, the child is interested and the parents aren't or the parents are interested and the children aren't. There are so many combinations which I come in contact with as I peregrinate around the world. So, yeah. Can she lead the husband? Yeah, well, she's Krishna conscious. He's not, then 
she becomes like the guru in that case. She, she becomes a leader. But even then, I've seen I, in India where this culture is still going on to some extent. Not only in India, but in many countries where the the man has a at least up front publicly the man looks strong at least for their own self-esteem. But uh, in many cases, when the wife is more Krishna conscious, which is quite common, but she's, they're expert enough to do it from behind, without, without uh, making him feel as if he's just, you know, a new bhakta and she's the... So it's, it's an art. In that case, yeah. But with, if the man is attached to his wife because she's teaching Krishna, she's Krishna, that's good. But the thing is that it's very difficult to separate material attachment from spiritual attachment. So, therefore, it's recommended that at the end of life, when one's family responsibility, the children, the grown up, that even if the wife is Krishna conscious, that man should separate himself so that he doesn't be, remain overly attached to her. Of course, it's also possible that uh, they can live together in a holy place, need a very austere life, and chant Hare Krishna. Go back to God. That's also possible. Are you can, uh, on the last summer uh, camp, I invited the Gita Mahatma Mahatmya, the glories of Bhagavad Gita, Lord Shiva, is my father. And uh, it, it, uh, I love very much this book. And it tells uh, uh, the first book written in time, uh, just a few chapters, chapters uh, from Bhagavad Gita, the uh, person can read or sing. Liberation. Yeah, well, you see, this kind of book is just to encourage people to read Bhagavad Gita. But the real thing is not just to recite it. We see people, they do that. They, they recite it because they think, I'll get some benefit. But the real thing, that's just to encourage people to actually read it and understand it and follow it. There's another Gita Mahatmya, very long one which says if you follow this you can go to the moon and uh, maybe you can go to Atlantis on a UFO or something like that. It doesn't say that in the Bible. It says that in Spiritual Warrior 1. Um, so uh, you can... Uh, if, if you're a Brahmana you will be honored by others. If you're a Kshatriya you will conquer over the earth. If you're a Vaisha you will get lots of money. I can't remember what it says if you're a Shudra. Maybe if you're a Shudra then... Your next life, you won't be a shooter. I can't remember what. It, I can't remember what it says. But it's more or less offering people a material interest because people are fools. They're not interested in the spiritual message of Bhagavad Gita. But it tells, if you read this, and you'll get this material benefit. So actually, Krishna, he's not trying to encourage us that you will get, you will become very rich. Any 
Krishna clearly says in Bhagavad Gita, this material world is a place of suffering. Surrendered. Even liberation. What do we have? Liberation? You chant Hare Krishna already. So simply liberation, that's not a very great benediction in itself. But people are fools and therefore this kind of uh, this kind of inducement is given to them. So probably that's one Gita Mahatmya. From where is it from? Padma Purana or something like that? And there's another one, this very long one, which gives all these material. And I don't know where that's from. And Prabhupada is given this very short one here, seven or eight verses, which I just read now, Gita Mahatmya, which I've, I've not been able to find out who composed it. Maybe it's Vallabhacharya or Shankaracharya. Some people say Shankaracharya, some people say Vallabhacharya. I don't. Because Shankaracharya did another one, which is in Prabhupada, explains that in Science of Self-Realization, that one. He describes that one that ends up with uh, no, no, no. Uh, what is that? It ends up with Vande Krishna Jagannath. It's the last line. I can't remember. Parama Devaki Parama Nanda Kangsachana Ramadhanam. I can't. Anyway, that's the last verse. It's very well known, except for people like me. That. Uh, so that's by Shankaracharya. That, that's another Gita. So maybe this one is by him also. Or some people say Vallabhacharya. No one seems to be very sure who it's by. But anyway, Prabhupada quoted this one, which gives the full spiritual benefit. The, the actual benefit. The topmost benefit of it is not So like that. Just like you have Ekadashi Mahatma. Someone, re- I have this BBKS Sangha, this uh, email conference where there are different philosophical points put on it. So the last Akadishi was Putrada Akadishi, which means the Akadishi, by following, you get sons. So someone from Akadishi Mahatmya, the glories of following, and you will get, uh, by, doing, by following this Akadishi, uh, you, will get, you will get sons, and what was the other thing? And what was the other thing? You go to heaven. Are you going to the heavenly planet? So I wrote that, well, I'm a sannyasi, I don't want any sons, I don't want to go to the heavenly planets either. So, this is for karmis. We follow a Kadishi because it's Harivasa, the day of Hari. It means the day which is especially dear to God, Krishna. Bhaktisiddhansa Sartako once gave an interesting explanation, which you probably haven't heard. Something new... Ah. You always want to hear something. You, I don't very often speak the new things. I speak the old things. But actually, most people haven't heard them because they're so busy hearing about Gopi Bhav and spaceships. They never heard things like Savadhamma and Parityaja. So, uh, anyway, this is something new. Really new. It's 70 years old. Really. <laughs> so, anyway, he said that. Um, just like this is the 11th day before or after the moon, the Kadashi Kitty. Kitty means lunar day. So we see the moon influences water, just like there's high tide and low tide according to the movement of the moon. So on the Kadashi, the, the, the water in the body increases, and this increases our spirit of enjoyment. Therefore, it's good to fast, or even from water, 
and that will lessen the spirit of enjoyment. But even more so, this material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world. So on this day, Krishna's desire for enjoyment is more. Even though it's unlimited, it's more. So Vaishnavas follow Ekadashi. They don't eat because they want to spend more time engaged in satisfying Krishna's senses. They deny their own senses so that they can satisfy Krishna's senses. So that's a much better explanation than if you follow this. Krishna, this is, the material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world. So, our, because our desire for enjoyment may be stronger, that's a reflection of Krishna. On this day, his desire for enjoyment is stronger. So even though his desires are unlimited. So, devotees observe Ekadashi fasting because they're so busy engaged in satisfying. There's more opportunity to serve Krishna, to satisfy Krishna's senses, which is a much better explanation than following it to get some suns and go to the heavenly planets. Or go to the moon. Or there are other ones. On some days, if you follow, you can go to the moon planet. 